What's up, guys? Welcome back to Storytime with Uncle Reddit. My name's John, and this is r slash Tales from Tech Support. So sometime over the next couple of days, keep your eyes open. I'm going to put up a link in the community tab to my son-in-law's new channel. He's getting ready to start his new channel. Uh, he used to stream a little bit, and he called himself Uncle Alex. And uh, so now I guess we're going to have a story time with Uncle Alex. Uh, he does have a beard, so I'll give him that. But anyway, keep your eyes out for that. Don't be too harsh. He's new at this. He used to stream, but he's never really done storytelling. So he's a little bashful and it's going to take him a little while to get his sea legs and talk to you guys. So uh, I think he'll get it quick. Just, uh, yeah, hop on over and give him some encouragement if you get a chance. All right, let's do some tech support. Everything stops working. You've probably seen this a thousand times, but it's still a fun story. I work in field services technology support and recently upgraded the user from a desktop to a laptop and docking station setup. They called me after a few weeks. User, I need your help. When I undock the laptop, everything stops working. Me, what exactly stops working? When you undock from the network, you lose access to certain applications, share drive access, etc. User, no, everything stops working. Like everything. I need you to come take a look. I drop by their office. Their laptop is working fine, connected to an external monitor, mouse, and keyboard via the dock. They undock it and gesture wildly as the monitor goes black. Bang on the keyboard and jiggle the mouse. User, see, everything stops working. As politely as I could, I explained that the brain of his computer lived inside the laptop. Eventually, I just gave them their old desktop back. I've had to explain to laptop users multiple times they don't have to worry. No files are stored on the monitor. The dock just connects them to accessories in the network. It took me a minute on this one. I, I, I get it now. Uh, so basically, the user was looking at the same external monitor uh, and not looking at the laptop itself. So like, I guess somehow he expected it to stay up on the screen even after he disconnected his laptop. I don't know. That's, a, that's my best guess anyway. The tale of the clone NICs back in the 1990s. 100% clones. This is a short one. The company I was working for moved from selling DEC VAX-based solutions to PC solutions with LAN networking. Back then, NICs were expensive, maybe $100 each. I don't remember exactly. One of the managers found a clone item for around $20 each. We techos were a little dubious, but said, okay, get one and we'll test it. We ran it in our office LAN for about two weeks. It worked a treat, zero issues. So management ordered 20 more for our customer project. Everything went belly up. Nothing worked. What the? After a few hours, we found out why. These clone NICs were 100% clones, including all having the same MAC address. <laughs> well, if you find a good deal and it seems too good to be true, it probably is. That goes for anything, really. Wireless mouse and keyboard fiasco. It was time for a company-wide desktop computer refresh. Big company, over 3,000 employees, spread among three major sites near its headquarters, and dozens of small offices spread across the country, so equipment refreshes were major projects. The person in charge of this particular refresh had no hardware knowledge, decided to order new computer packages that included wireless mice and keyboards. Let the logistics fun begin. The person in charge pushed the manufacturer to deliver as quickly as possible. The first four or five hundred machines worked fine, but after that, as we loaded software on the new machines, we found keyboards and or mice that didn't work. We traced the problem to mismatched parts. Each computer had a dongle as a wireless receiver, and the keyboard and mouse had to each match a firmware code to the dongle. At first, the packages included wireless components that matched. 
but apparently the factory was having trouble keeping up with shipping demands, and so its workers were randomly packing dongles and keyboards and mice into the packages. We had to open up packages and look at code stickers on keyboards and mice, then trade equipment to find matches. We ended up with a big stack of keyboards and mice that didn't match each other. Those ended up getting shipped back to the manufacturer to have their firmware codes reflashed. The dongles had no code stickers, but they came housed inside mice, and we found that they would work with the mouse that they came with. However, we had to be careful not to mix them up. They all looked alike and were too small to mark very easily. Sent out working machines, then found management wanted to install multiple computers in training rooms and conference rooms, usually 12 or more computers per room. Didn't take long before people were mixing up the keyboards and mice in those rooms, having fun controlling computers being used by their coworkers. <laughs> Easier to sort out than the people who decided to take a keyboard or mouse from one computer and try to use it on the computer in another office. Particularly when those people would not admit where they got the wrong keyboard or mouse. <sighs> Particularly when these people would not admit where they got the wrong keyboard or mouse from. After a couple years, a new problem. The batteries in these wireless keyboards and mice wore out. Management had neglected that problem, so we had no spares. Lots of trouble tickets. The next company-wide desktop computer refresh came a lot earlier than usual. Thankfully, back to standard wired keyboards and mice. Well, I'm a big fan of wireless keyboards and mice, but there's a time and a place. By the way, that yipping you heard a second ago was Dolly. I'm not sure what her issue is, but uh, yeah, she just needed to be heard, I guess. But anyway, there's a time and a place for wireless components. Uh, a big company where you've got dozens or hundreds of computers in one building or even several locations, especially if you have people going from one location to another, wireless things get lost too easily. Then you got to deal, like you said, with batteries, people swapping them out. I just, it's just a recipe for disaster. Nothing good can come from that at all, ever. Customer doesn't believe me. Back when I worked as a retail tech, I had someone come in saying they couldn't get on the internet. I got it on the bench and it won't get a network connection. Try a different cable and network port, same thing. Grab a USB Wi-Fi stick and connect it to the network and nothing. I double check all the settings and everything looks good. So corrupt OS and recommend a format and reinstall and give him the price. He comes back in this time in a police uniform and demands that he has a warranty and we need to fix it for free. I explained that the problem is software and not hardware so the warranty doesn't apply. I told him that if the wipe and reinstall didn't work, we would send it out for warranty, but I was confident that everything would work after the clean install. He gets really mad and starts saying that it's fraud and that he'll be pressing charges. I hold my ground and tell him the facts again, and he took the computer and had someone else look at it. He didn't come back to the store to try and claim warranty on that problem. The manager was at another till, listening and waiting for me to call, but was impressed at how I handled that stressful situation. Generally speaking, I'm kind of a back-the-blue guy. I mean, I back first responders of all types, you know, police, fire, EMS, among other things. But, you know, when somebody comes in trying to, you know, push their weight around and make things happen with their uniform or their badge or their ID or whatever, you know, the old, do you know who I am game? I lose all respect for that particular person at that point. Uh, you don't deserve to wear the uniform if you're going to act like that. So, yeah. I didn't know how to react. Hey all, I've lurked here for a while and I thought I could share my personal story with you all. Background, I work in a computer shop. We sell new hardware and software and set it up for customers if needed or wanted so they have less work. This story takes place about four or five years ago. Story time. One day a man walked into the store and asked us to help renew all his equipment for his office at home. I helped him pick out a new computer, monitor, keyboard and mouse, printer and all needed cables. 
He then asked us to set everything up so he would only have to connect everything at home and start working. Of course I say no problem and we do the order. I set everything up after a few days without issue and informed the customer that his order is ready for pickup. He came by, paid in full, and left with everything. The next day, the customer walks in with his computer. Customer, the computer doesn't work. Me, oh, that's surprising. It worked well for me while setting up. Let me have a look. I connect the computer to one of our stations and turn it on, and it all works well. No problem detected. Me, I'm not sure what to tell you, sir, but this device is working fine. Customer, well, I'm pretty sure when I go home now, it won't work again. Me, I would hope not, sir, but if it doesn't work, we can gladly look into it again. Customer grabs his computer and heads home. The next day, he returns and he brought everything with him that he bought, all the cables and accessories. Customer, it doesn't work. I tried everything, but it does nothing. I think about it for a moment and then say, okay, sir, how about you hook everything up and show me what you do at home? Customer takes all of his stuff, hooks it all up to the power and connects everything. Then he crosses his arms and looks at me. See, I'm telling you, it doesn't work. I look at the customer and press the power button on the computer. <laughs> the fans start to spin and you hear a beep and then there's a login screen on the monitor. The customer looks at me and says, well, no one told me to do that. Apparently, this man, who was about in his 40s, didn't know you need to turn on the computer. Yet, he managed to drive a car to our shop three times and most likely has a TV at home. My guess is that his car has been running since he tested it and his TV happened to turn on when it was plugged in and stayed on since. I didn't know how to react, but just sent the customer on his way questioning if this was real or just a fever dream. <laughs> Why do people think everything's just an automatic on? Like... You, you turn on a television set, you turn on a radio, you turn on your car. Again, even power tools have some sort of switch or activation, whatever. I mean, I just, you know, you don't plug in your circular saw and the damn things just start spinning. I mean, that's just not the way it works. I don't know. People are just incredible. And if I touch here, it hurts. In a distant exam room, a doctor is rubbing his temples as a patient repeats, and if I touch here, it hurts, while poking various parts of his body. <laughs> Back in the office, I'm working through the backlog of tickets, which should have closed automatically, but did not, when a client calls the support phone. Me. Small MSP, me speaking, how can I help? Client. I was working on something in SolidWorks, and the laptop started humming. Me. Okay, that's expect. Client. So I shut it down, switched it back on, and now nothing will open or close. Me. What do you mean nothing will open? Do you mind if I remote in? Client. It's just not working. It's completely unresponsive. Me, taking that as permission granted. Okay, could you demonstrate what's going on? With me watching over our remote support client, client tries opening SolidWorks by pressing the icon on his desktop. A moment passes, then another, and nothing. Client. It's like this with everything. I can't close anything either. Client attempts to close the Teams window, which opened automatically when he logged in. He tries again. Nothing. Client. And I can't even restart it. The start menu won't open. I watch as the client tries to open the start menu by clicking on the taskbar icon. Once again, nothing. Me. Would you mind if I tried something? Client. Go ahead. I click on the file explorer icon on the taskbar. It opens immediately. Client. What? But it wasn't working a second ago. I then proceed to close his Teams window, open SolidWorks, open the start menu, all without any issue. Already knowing the punchline to the joke at this point, I uninstall his mouse drivers via device manager and have him switch the wireless mouse connected to his laptop off and back on and try again. Unfortunately, this has no effect. I grab the serial number of the mouse from the client and tell him to use another mouse if one is available or his trackpad otherwise. I ask my manager if we manage client's company's peripherals and can therefore go about checking the warranty and getting a replacement. He lets me know that client's boss tends to not buy peripherals through us because it's slightly cheaper. So if something breaks, he's SOL. 
My manager then calls client to deliver the news that we can't do anything about his broken finger. <laughs> yeah, I just, you know, I'm, I'm cheap. I'm a cheap SOB. I will be the first to admit it and I will go for a deal. But I also know that if I go for a deal, it's my problem, my fault. I'm not going to blame somebody else for that. So, uh, yeah, there's that. Sometimes things work out really well and you save a few bucks. Sometimes things don't work out so good and you end up going back and spending the money where it should have been spent the first time. The good news is Amazon takes all returns. At least they have for me so far. Reality is on my side. Ticket. My webcam is broken. It always just black. Joking to a coworker, I bet she forgot to open the privacy lid. First bummer. No, Fred just checked remotely, upgraded the docking station firmware, and confirmed the webcam is not working. My money's still on the privacy lid. So I texted her. Could it be you forgot to open the privacy lid? Customer says, the what? That little slider above the laptop screen. There is none. Meanwhile, I asked a tech-savvy user in the same office to please check it. Not two minutes later, my phone starts ringing, angrily, screaming, Have you just sent Susan a check for my camera? Yeah, I really need to know about the privacy lid. Still screaming, I already told you there is none. See, my problem is I'm sitting in front of the exact same model and it has one. Is yours closed? Screaming is the new talking. I told you there's none. Shall I send you a picture? Jackpot. Yes, please. Send me a picture. She sends a picture and of course you can see the privacy lid slider. There it is. What? Where? Right on top. That little off-centered rifled thing. Audible rustling. You can move it with your fingernail. Rustling intensifies. Then there's silence. Is the camera working now? Someone could have at least told me about it. I think I tried for quite a while now, don't you think? Disconnected call. Well, I gotta say, I've never owned a laptop with a physical privacy screen. You guys taught me about that way back when, uh, however many videos ago that was. But anyway, uh, even if I didn't know about it, if the tech said something about a privacy screen, I'd say, okay, what privacy screen? I'm not sure what you're talking about. And once they start describing it, I'm smart enough to be able to look above my screen where the camera should be and say, oh, that little thing. And I can, you say I can slide that sideways. Okay. And then follow directions from there. It really would have only taken two seconds to figure it out. But, uh, yeah, just to be adamant about that's, that's like saying, yeah, I, I shut down and restarted or yeah, I made sure everything was plugged in. You know, she didn't look, I guarantee she didn't look. Well, Hey guys, thanks for sharing a little bit of your day with me. This is going to be a late, late, late upload. So, uh, just about the time I get this uploaded and live, uh, it should be just about time for our friends in the UK to be getting up and having some toast and jam or whatever. Uh, so enjoy, and I'll see you on the next one. Not sure why the hell I did that.